all you amazing people out there thank you for tuning in and welcome to my podcast my earth my guru in this podcast we refer to our earth as our eternal guru and relate our lives to her many teachings this is a season called they walk the earth but why in this season friends we glimpse into lives of great leaders ancient warriors and even incarnations of god who walked our planet now here our aim is to understand the personality traits of these great beings who walked our planet connect those with our lives and use them to succeed in our careers in our personal relationships our businesses social bondings and much more hi i'm robert fernandez also known as robby and welcome to this journey As a child, my favorite time after dinner was story time with my dad. He used to tell us bedtime stories from the Mahabharata, Ramayana, the Bible. Also kings and queens who walked our planet and even incarnations of gods. I grew about reading them as well. I believe that every character has a good and a bad side to their personalities. Hinduism is considered as the most ancient religion of all. and i take pride in being a part of this ancient culture as an indian the mahabharat is a great hindu epic and it's filled with great personalities my particular favorite was and is karan for those of my listeners who do not know about karan Here is a bit of an insight into the life of this amazing warrior. Karna is a part of the ancient Hindu epic called Mahabharat, originally written by sage Vyas in Sanskrit. Now Karna's life story is a symbol of humiliation, struggle, abandonment, humiliation due to caste systems and the society's hypocrisies. His life is also a symbol of dedication, honesty, courage. true generosity and great moral values now as the epic mentions karna's mother was kunti she was from the royal yadav clan at an adolescence kunti was given the task to take extremely good care of the sage durvasa who was their guest now this sage durvasa was known for his short temper and hard to please kind of persona but he was also feared and revered for his great immense power he possessed Now do understand that in these ages in Indian mythology sages rishis maharishis gurus they were held in really high esteem Now sage Durvasa is very pleased by Kunti's efforts in serving him So he decides to grant her a boon that upon chanting the mantra she could invoke any god to grant her a child Now Kunti is young and in her adolescence she is pretty naive and curious So the curiosity gets to better of her. And she wants to test the efficacy and the authenticity of the boon or the mantra. So one fine morning by the riverside, she chants the mantra and invokes sun god Suryadev, who she sees shining so brightly in the sky. Once summoned, Suryadev appears to Kunti and he says, "I have been drawn to you by the spell of your mantra and you will bear my child." Now Kunti is scared. 
she is unmarried remember and she requests surudev to go back as he was just try testing if the boon works but the spell and the mantra is so powerful that surudev has to abide by it and he tells her you will have to bear my child kunti in time kunti bears a radiant beautiful bright child this dark child is blessed with divine coverage which means armor and ear pendants they are called kundals as a part of his body now about the coverage and the kundals i'll talk about it in detail next time now with a heavy heart kunti decides to abandon the child she puts him in the basket and lets it float down the river now what happens is adirath who is the king's charioteer who is downstream by the river finds this basket floating in the river he takes the child home and he and his wife radha raise karna into a fine young man a man with great moral values simplicity and humbleness and care for the downtrodden but karna had this inherent warrior traits to learn the art of warfare so as he grows up he goes to to various gurus and he asks them to help him to teach him to train him into the art of warfare and how to use weapons but none of the gurus are ready to train karna because he is from the lower caste lower caste because his foster father adhirath and radha are from the lower caste of the society so called the sudh caste eventually as karna is growing up under certain circumstances lord parshurama decides to train karna into warfare and in time with years of hard practice and dedication karna grows as an unparalleled archer and warrior the universe has ever seen well it is said that even the heavens would stand still just to see karna practice karna had the might the power the strategy the arsenal to single handedly defeat the pandav forces of course without the intervention of lord krishna karna had also learned and mastered the ability to control and manage his emotions such as anger fear humiliation troubled mind so called stress also known as krodh ashanti pida only because karna could control and manage these could he unleash the true power of his potential and his peak power would come into force this is what made karna humanely divine now friends do you think this power the might the arsenal that karna had and the strategy is this what made karna loved made him revered admired and feared well i i think not well i believe that karna was an extremely empathetic and an emotionally intelligent man he was known by many titles he was known by sudputra because he belonged to the lower caste he was known as radheya after his mother which he so proudly announced he was known as angaraj after he became the king of the kingdom anga he was also known as 
वायुसेना सूर्यपुत्र एंड तानवीर कर्ण वेल द पांडव वॉज फियर हिम लॉर्ड कृष्णा हिमसेल्फ अडोर हिम मोस्ट ऑफ द गॉड्स रिस्पेक्टेड हिज पीपल लव्ड हिम एज द किंग and karna lived his entire life to bring equality among people and caste systems to bring a positive change well now mentioning all this let me connect one story to it so it happened that once arjun asked krishna why is karna known as Tanvir Karna while his elder brother Yudhishthir is known as Dharmaraj when according to Arjun both of them were at the same level of charitable work they did then how and why was Karna celebrated as Tanvir now lord krishna promised to prove it to arjun when the right time came so a few days later when monsoons dawned in and a heavy downpour of rain consistently started Krishna and Arjun disguised themselves as Brahmins and went to Yudhishthir to his palace. They asked him for a donation of sandalwood to conduct some crucial puja they wanted. Now Yudhishthir is a kind man. He sends his people far to search for sandalwood, a dry sandalwood actually. But all his people return back saying that uh, sir there is there is sandalwood but it's all wet in the rains. So Yudhishthir explains this to the disguised brahmins and he says this is the status right now so would you like anything else in return i would gladly give it to you krishna and arjun who were disguised as brahmins they thanked him for for his efforts and they walk on now they go to karana's palace now look what happens it's the same request that they put forth before karna karna thinks for a while he knows the sandalwood out there in the forest would be all wet and not right to conduct a puja so he pulls out his arrow and bow and cuts down all the doors and windows of his palace which had sandalwood or which were made of sandalwood he accumulates all of those and he presents it to the brahmins the brahmins thank him and they walk out of the palace now later lord krishna explains to arjun you just said would have cut down the doors and windows of his palace and given us that wood if we asked it for no doubt about it however the thought never struck him on his own that is the difference between karna and yudhishthir yudhishthir donates because he feels that it's his duty to do so but karna on the other hand does it purely because he derives satisfaction from true charity this is the reason that he is known as danvir danvir karna now what can we learn and inculcate from this just one virtue of this amazing being who walked our planet karna well friends we all know that the times are quite difficult right now with the pandemic wreaking havoc on our professional lives on our personal lives times are difficult so how do we donate in these times we don't need to be 
rich as individuals. Please get that out of your mind. As individuals, if we can do a simple act of kindness, for example, just for example, uh, if you fast for a day and save that money, if we are into certain addiction, if you could refrain from consuming those for a couple of days, a few days, save that money. If we are shoppers, shopaholics, could we refrain from shopping for that particular dress or the particular pair of shoes and save that money and give it to someone you feel is in need. A simple act of kindness, individual kindness, can go a long way and impact people's lives in a way that you may not even imagine. Well friends, this is just one of the stories in the life of Danvir Karna, which made him Danvir. There are many more like this. This is one perspective that I am looking at. It's my perspective. Do let me know. Do let me know your views on what you think about it. See if you can inculcate this in your lives and help someone in these times and even in the future to make this world a better place to live in. Thank you so much for listening and see you soon in my podcast, My Earth, My Guru, in the season called They Walked Our Planet, But Why? Until then, it is Ravi Sain, sign out.